evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to my podcast on today. Today is May the 17th, and today is Sunday. I had did a podcast earlier, but for some pair of reasons, it didn't go through, so I'm going to do it again. Sorry for the inconvenience. I'm so sorry. I thought well, I did my podcast earlier, and I guess it didn't go through, but the devil is alive, so I'm going to do it again, and it's going to post. So today is Sunday. I hope y'all had an amazing Sunday. I hope y'all was able to watch somebody church online and just have fun, this fellowship with God and just spend time with your family. And if you had to work and whatever, I hope you had a good day at work. So today is stay as you sit quietly in my presence. Remember that I am God of abundance. I will never run out of resource. My cup capacity to bless you is a limit you live in a world of supply on you live in a world of supply and demand where necessary things are often scarce even if you personally have enough you see private poverty in the world around you it is impossible for you to comprehend the lavish of my provision the fullness of my glorious riches through spending time at my presence you gain glimpses of my overflow of vastness the glimpse a tiny foretaste of what you will experience eternally in heaven. Even now you have access as access to as much of me as you have faith to receive. Rejoice in my abundance. Live by faith and not by sight. And my God will meet all my needs according to his reason and glory in Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> we live by faith and not by sight. Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 7. So today it is stated as you sit quietly in my presence. Remember that I am a God of abundance. I will never run out of resource. <coughs> okay. As you know this coronavirus has hit us every since March. Early March. And you know how people say <clears throat> we running out of food. Like the stores be saying we run out of food. We don't have this toilet paper tissue and all that type of stuff. So, God is telling us, even though the stores and all the stores and the government, all this stuff said that we run out of supplies and all this type of stuff. But God said, I will never run out of resource. My, my capability to bless you is unlimited. Even though I don't care what the world says. Like, <clears throat> like you go to the store, they don't have it. Or whatever, just be like, okay, they ain't got it today. But just know that God said He would never run out of resource. The stores might run out of resource. The government might run out of money. But God said, I would never run out of resource. So whatever your need is, whatever you have need of, whatever it is, God said, my came to bless you on it's unlimited. Um, it said you often live in a world of supply demand. You know how, like they said, we ain't got. Don't be like when all the corona had hit, everybody's buying up tissue, paper towel, food with nothing in the store. So that's what he said. You live in a world of supply and demand where necessary things are often scarce. So we was, when that happened, everything was kind of scarce. Oh, everybody was like panic. Oh, Lord, what I'm going to eat? How I'm going to feed my kids? I ain't got no tissue. I ain't got no paper towel. I don't have no water. And everything, as you look at everything, the price was going up like ridiculous. Like, a 32-pack of water, like $5. Tissue, like $30-something or $80-something. I know somebody paid like $80 for some tissue. But just know that God said he would never run out of resource. Yes, we live in a world of supply and demand where things are often necessary scarce. Yes, we do. 
even if you personally have enough, you see poverty in the world around you. Oh, this, we do see poverty around us. Yes, we do. Even though we have, even though we have a God, a good God, an awesome God, a mighty God. And yes, he said he would not run our resources. Yes, we still see things that don't sit right. Like how can, well, you see a lot of people don't know how they're going to feed their kids or live in places where you say, like you wouldn't live in, that you know you wouldn't live there. Or they don't have enough money to buy their kids clothes. Yes, we see that around us. But we also have to know that God said he would never run out of resources. We have to tell those people, whatever whatever is hindering them or bounding them to where they feel like they can't get out of poverty. Because people are like, they might have to just live there because they probably can't afford nothing else. But you also, you don't know. I'm just saying, you don't know nobody's story. You don't know nobody's situation. But they might be living in poverty. Not because they... They want to because they have a they don't have no choice because this is all they can afford at this month. Maybe they're working on a college degree or trying to do better, trying to, you know, get their self better so they can get their self out of out of poverty. But you also gotta understand people's situation is different. You can't be judging nobody and always try to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Okay, it's a, it's impossible, but it is impossible for you to comprehend the lavish of my pavilion. This fullest of my glories and riches. Okay. You know, even though we see problems around this world, and God said, "I'm not without a resource." And yes, we live in a world where it's supply and demand, where everything often seems scarce. Yes, we live like that. But He said, through spending time in My presence, you gain a glimpse of My overflow of vastness. I mean, like we spend time with God, we spend time talking to Him, worshiping Him. I always tell you, I get up in the morning, and I had to tell myself this too sometimes. But get up in the morning when it's just quiet, it is you. The house is quiet. It's just quiet. It is you by yourself in the house. Your kids are asleep. The dogs are asleep. It is you. Get up in the morning and just start talking to God. Have that relationship with Him. And we just sit there and you be like, oh God, that's up. You know, be like, thank you, God. Oh, I didn't look at it like this. You know how some people get be complaining about, oh Jesus, I don't want to live here. Oh God, I can't, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of this. Because I say that, I used to say, I'm tired of struggling, I'm tired of this, I'm just sick of this. But you got to step by step, you got to step back and be like, God, I'm so blessed. Even though I might not have the fancy house or the nice car or the Chanel purses or, you know, this different stuff that people, as you see on social media, may have that you wish you had. But look, God has gave you a roof over your head, food to eat. He gave you a car to drive it and you have a job. Your kids are healthy, you are healthy. You have to just thank God for that because the situation could be so much worse. So, picture yourself like, even though you're like, God, because just thank you, God, because I could be on the streets. Me and my kids could be on the streets somewhere. I could be in this house with no food for my kids to eat, or whatever the case may be. But we have to step ourselves back and stop complaining, stop nagging, and all that stuff. Because the situation can be so much worse. It say the glimpse of the, the glimpse or a foretaste of what you will experience eternally in heaven. Even now you have access to much as me as you have you have faith to receive. Receive in my abundance, live by faith and not by sight. Meaning like live by faith. Even though I know you say, Oh, you like, oh God, I can't wait out. I can't wait to um I want this job. This is what I used to do. Let's say, when they say live by faith, not by sight, this is what I did. Okay, I was working at another job before I got this job right now. I was working at another job. 
at a what was I working at? at a um a senior citizen living community. That's what I was working there. I was working there. And I knew I wanted something so much better. I wanted something better. I was like, you know what? I'm just tired of this. So I kept looking for jobs and wasn't nothing working out. So I just said, forget it. I sold a seed that Sunday. I said, God, I'm going to sow a seed. And I'm going to fill out this application. I feel like I had filled out the application. I think maybe Thursday or Friday. I can't remember. I think it was sometime last week. I saw the seed. And I said, okay, God, I'm going to put out this application. I'm going to sow a seed. That if this job is for me, you open up a door for me. That's all I said. I just said it like that. So that Monday, I was at work. And what happened? I was not even expecting. I said, God, the job is mine. I kept telling myself, I got the job. Even though the lady had not called and told me nothing. Even though I haven't got no papers saying that I had got the job. Nothing. I was telling everybody, God, I got me a new job. Nope. That's what I was telling people. The lady ain't told me nothing, but I was walking by faith, saying that the job is mine. So I was calling what, calling it, calling, um, calling what I have. That's what I was doing. I can't remember what I was gonna say, but I was just calling it out. So um, the, the day the lady said, "Oh, you need some," she called me, email, asking, "Can I come in for an interview?" I was like, "I'm at work, so I didn't want to like rush myself." So I asked her, "Can I come in at a later time so that way give me enough time to go home, change bath?" And go to the school. I was like, God, if it's meant to be, you, you give me favor. And what happened? <laughs> he gave me favor. So I went to the interview, whatever. Did what I had to do. And the man said, you have so many qualifications and all this stuff. I just went on. And everybody like, how did the, how did the, how did, how did, everybody, you know, certain people at the job knew that I was trying to get another job. So people were like, how did it go, Felicia? I got the job. The lady, I ain't signed nothing to say how much I was going to get paid or nothing. I kept believing that I had a job. There are times, I'm not going to lie, there are times I got scared. Like, oh, this lady ain't called. What if I ain't got the job? I'm telling these people that I got the job. I ain't got the job. I'm telling myself that I got kind of scared and got kind of, that was the enemy. Got kind of scared and like, oh, nervous and like, this lady ain't going to call me. I was doubting myself at that point. But I was like, you know what? I got to stop, stop, stop. So I said, stop. Okay, please, she got the job. I just kept telling myself, you got the job. So, because, uh, you know, it's like summer. It was like almost August. No, was it August? somewhere in August. The lady had called, and she said, uh, you can come and do your orientation. And I had forgot. Like, I didn't want to tell my other job that I was, no, I didn't want to put in a two-week notice and not knowing that, because uh, I still have money. I need money still, money coming in. But that's how I was thinking at that moment. Because, you know, I wasn't all the way together. So I was like, okay. And then she said, I need you to come in, do your orientation, do your training, blah, blah, blah. I was like, thank you. And so once I told her about it, which I, had, I already knew I had you. I told her, this is the day I'm leaving. Because you can't leave us. Boo-boo. I got to do what I have to do. I, I did what I had to do for my kids. I wanted to be here to my kids. When they got out of school and helped them with homework, if they had to go to practice in the morning I had the ability to take them to practice and then I also had fluctuation with my schedule like me like if I had to take my kids to the doctor I could leave and go back you know stuff like that and that, let me tell you everybody not manager is like well Felicia you have to do that no because I know how they work the manager because they want you to work they, there they want you to, they wanted me because I was such a good worker whatever they want you to work double they call you in on your off days and you really didn't have a whole lot of off day because they want to call you in so I did what I had to do and everybody got mad but I did what I had to do I sacrificed for what I had to do for me and my kids so I walked by faith and not by sight even though 
I even though I didn't get no clarification saying I had the job, nothing, but I was saying, God, I got this job. I got the job. I got the job. I was telling people I had the job. And them folks ain't told me deadly squat. But I was believing that I had the job. So that means like walking by faith and not by sight. So I, t- I told my kids this. One day, my son wanted to uh, be a basketball manager. He couldn't make, he didn't make the team. He wanted to be a manager. So I told him to, um, go to the coach because my kids are very my son he just sometimes I just want to choke him but he like he, he want me to do his work so I like you go talk to the coach they ain't got time for all that so I said before you go we're gonna pray this we pray I pray I said Lord if it's meant for you for my son to do this whatever you open up this door if not let him have peace about it we're not gonna worry about it so he went to talk to the coach and the next day, he he, he came to him, came to him, told me he was the basketball manager. So he walked by faith, and I said, "Thank God, because you saying that you didn't know if you was gonna do it, but God gave you that." And then my daughter, she was believing for um to make the basketball team. This is her first year at this school, and I told her, "I said, you want to do it?" She said, "Yeah." I said, "Okay, write it, put it on a piece of paper." Thank you, God, for letting me make the basketball team. That's what she put on this paper. She said, thank you, God, for letting me make the basketball team. And I told her, okay, put up on your pillow. And every time you think, every time the enemy try to tell you otherwise, you say, no, I've already made the team. Thank God in advance. Like, thank you, God, I made the team. So she she did that. And she, she did she did trials. She did trials, whatever. And she said, she was just so happy. She said, Mom, 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 guess what? I said, what, girl, what, girl? No, that's how we talk to my children. I said, Mom, I made the team. I said, see that? That's, that's what you're talking about. Walking by faith and not by sight. Even though you was doing all you can, even though you was did the uh, did the trial, did all you had to do, you did what you're supposed to do, but yet you believe. Even though she kept saying it, like, even though they didn't give her confirmation, even though they didn't tell her, Trixie, you made the team. You, you know, they, they didn't give her clarification, but she walked by faith, and boom, she made the basketball team. So I teach my kids this so they know how to walk by faith how to believe in something even though it's not there even though it's not right there where they can put their hands on even though it's not in their sight but i teach my kids how to believe in something to live by faith and not by sight so i'm gonna pray um father god thank you for waking us up each and every morning thank you for your mercy and grace is new each and every day thank you father lord that you said you would never run out of resources even though we live in a world that's on supplies and demands and everything looks so scarce but father lord thank you you said your word in your word you would never run out of resources that your blessings is unlimited so father lord thank you for that even though you said you would supply all our needs according to your riches and glory by christ jesus so, Father, Lord, I thank you that anybody who may be dealing with the lack of food, the lack of finances, the lack of anything, Father, Lord, I thank you for your resources, that your resources will fulfill everything they have need of. And, Father, Lord, I pray for anyone who may have come in contact with the COVID-19 disease, Father, Lord, I pray that they're healthy, healed, and made whole, that this disease will not attack anymore, Father, Lord. And I thank you for this virus, this COVID-19 is here to teach us a lesson, teach us something about what is going on, to show us how to rely on God, not to depend on man, and not to always feel like um, that man is right. God is always right. God is trying to tell us that we need to learn how to have compassion for people. It's not all about having name brand stuff. It's not all about having materialistic things, because you can have it one moment, and the next moment it can be gone. 
So, Father, I thank you that you supply all our riches, all our needs according to your riches and glory. And, Father, I thank you that you teach us to walk by faith and not by sight. Whoever may believe for a new job, um, more finances to come in, just believe for whatever the case may be, Father, that you teach them how to walk by faith. All you ask them to do to have is a, uh, all you ask them to do to have faith as small as a mustard seed. If they can have faith like that, Father Lord, you said you will make a way for them. So, Father Lord, I thank you that you teach them, you show them how to believe in something, even though it's not right there where they can touch it, even though it's not right there. But, Father Lord, I thank you that you show them and teach them how to live by faith and not by sight. And, Father Lord, I pray that anyone who may be dealing with anxiety, depression, stress, worry, Father Lord, I pray that you get them peace of mind, peace of mind, your peace, Father, not this world peace. No. Your peace, Father. I thank you, you are Jehovah Salaam, Father Lord. I thank you, you are the Father of peace that passes all understanding. And I just want to say I thank you, Father Lord, for all you have done. Father Lord, in this time, in this quarantine, in this pandemic, Father Lord, I want you to show your people what are you trying to show us. What are you trying to teach us during this time? I don't know what you're trying to show us, but Father Lord, I pray that we get back into reading the Bibles, praying, and just when we wake up in the morning, Instead of checking our phones, our emails, and trying to check on social media and all that type of stuff, that we just take a moment, whether it's 5 or 10 or 15 minutes, just to praise you and thank you for all the goodness we, you have done for us, Father Lord, because we cannot take this lightly. It is time for us, your people, to get on board and get on track, whatever it is going on. So I thank you, Father Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. Sorry, y'all, for the late post because I had posted this early, but somehow I don't know what happened. But thank y'all. I hope y'all, whoever listens to this podcast, I hope this podcast bless you in a mighty way. So until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a good, blessed night. Say your prayer. Thank God for letting you make it through the day. Just thank God because if we don't thank Him, if we get too hot, don't don't get too hot, horses. Just thank Him and just know that. I'm a God of abundance. I would never run out of resources. He said he would never run out of resources. My capability to bless you is unlimited. And it also says, uh, Rejoice in my abundance. Live by faith and not by sight. And my God will meet all your needs according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So just remember those. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, y'all have a blessed day.